Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Sipo, refresh morning and jump Africa to the listener. What's the latest in Sudan? I mean, the Sudanese army, the paramilitary group, a new ceasefire, is it holding? Stephen, it is not holding, even if they have promised yesterday that both forces will go on a 24-hour ceasefire again. Remember the previous one that was said, we are on day five now of this conflict that has erupted in Khartoum. And one will look at it uh, uh, even as on the issue of proxy war being fought by foreign powers in Sudan. But also, let's look at the thing that the media doesn't cover lately. Evacuation now is what is happening now from many African countries, including foreign countries. You look at Uganda, is trying to... Uh, take out their students, workers, and travelers from Sudan. We see Japan also doing the same. South Africa also, you saw the media statement coming from Teruko SG saying that even civilians or people of South Africa, diplomats who are stranded, they should stay indoor also. So there are many issues that are going on in that country, Stephen, despite that even the AU has already said they wanted to intervene on the matter, but it appears that is day six now of the conflict going on in Khartoum. In Tunisia, the Tunisian president, Kai said, I mean, Tunisia has changed so much. Now he's cracking down on the opposition. Uh, it's unbelievable how much power he's taken. No, definitely. And this time he has been gunning after the Speaker of Parliament, who was a former Speaker of Parliament at age 82, Ganucci. Ganucci has been arrested, Stephen, for, for some time uh, last year when President Kaisi Saidi uh, 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 crashed the parliament, said there's no need for the parliament for now. And that's where there are issues that are happening. He has raided the homes of this uh, former Speaker of Parliament this week, and he's also warning them that he will arrest them uh, this coming week. So others are saying, is it not the lack of political freedom that is going on in Tunisia uh, under President Kaisi Saidi? So there's a trouble in North Africa, not only Sudan, but you see Tunisia also coming up. And then in Chad, freed rebel prisoners calling for the front for change to be released by the, Chad, by the Chadian interim president. Stephen, remember that the, the son of uh, Idris Deby last month pardoned almost 380 jailed members of the Front for Change and Concord in Chad. Now there is a leader who has been arrested and then, I mean, who is still languishing in jail that they are calling for his release. And uh, this leader is Muhammad Mahadi Ali, who still remains in custody. He's one of the senior leaders of this fact movement. Now they are calling for his release, despite that there was a pardon given by Idris Deby. They are not only calling for the release, event, they are also calling for the national dialogue to resolve the impasse that is in Jamena in Chad. And in Namibia, our president, well, he's hosting the president of Namibia here today. Even the meeting of minds that I had even earlier on the show of Elvis is that, yes, there are issues that will be engaged on political, uh, economic issues. I thought, let's look at the conflict situation in uh, Eswatini. Sarawiwa will be on the agenda, Palestine, Russia, Ukraine. Those are the issues. But the Binational Commission, Stephen, is also important for two countries to can uh, thrash them out since 2013, actually. And remember, again, uh, this visit, it comes after so long that the president, uh, I mean, the president of Namibia coming here, there have been issues around Palapala. But also yesterday there was a meeting of ministers prior to this meeting of two presidents. So it is an important meeting of minds, but also economically we need to look what is South Africa importing to, I mean, from Namibia is almost 16.1 billion, and we export to Namibia 56 billion to Namibia. So you can see economically there are some benefits, but politically there are some challenges on this Palapala matter that is still standing. And then our archives, you're taking us to the 20th of April, 1994. What an interesting anniversary. Stephen, I thought, let me look 29 years ago, it was the then interim constitution of 1993, section 240. 
eight subsection one invoked by the late president fw declared issuing a proclamation adopting the new national flag and the national anthem the listeners will know the national anthem that were merged it was from 1928 that was the distem and that was of 1899 and they were merged and also the issue of the combined, I mean, the combined national anthem, but also the national flag that was allowed by the then former President Nelson Mandela, the late President Nelson Mandela, that was flown for the first time, Stephen, on the 10th of May, 1994. Asante Sana, SGS, was leading the conversation with CFM, the station of the year. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you very much indeed. I remember that day so well. Still a big debate around DSTEM whether it should be in our national anthem or not.